0: To those lucky families getting a kitten and sparky this morning, you're welcome. Let's pray. God, send your Holy Spirit to the Between you and your love for us. Help us to see that there is nothing in the way of us doing what you have called us to do. I pray, God, that you would give me your words to speak and that you would keep me completely out of your way, for unless you speak to us, nothing about you will be said. In Jesus' name. Do you remember those from when you were little? How many of you read Two Zero Adventure books? Do they still
1: make-
0: It felt like anything was possible. Little known facts, the gospel of Mark is a choose-your-own adventure. Did y'all know this? Scholars believe that the passage that I read this morning is the author's original ending, and that everything else and everything subsequent was just scribes over the years getting annoyed that it ended like that, and being kind of dissatisfied, and adding some more if you look in your Bible, you'll see that there's something that says the shorter ending of Mark and the longer ending of Mark. After what I just read, these are the alter- alternative endings. But where our passage ended this morning, I think, is the best place to end it because it's ended in openness, with the women finding out from the angel about the resurrection and running off silently and then nothing. It allows for the story to continue. It doesn't tie it up in a little bow. It doesn't feel like it's the end, does it? It feels like it's another kind of beginning. And I think that that original ending, with all this space, holds the most promise for us as Eastern people. As if anything was possible. The women that morning went to the tomb and they knew in their heavy hearts what they would find there. It would be triggering for you. They would have to see their loved one again. It would be a ritual preparation of the body with one final goodbye. The they likely walked slowly, eyes swollen from tears, bodies exhausted from the toxic stress of watching Jesus die,
1: and then having
0: to wait for another 24 hours or more. They even wondered as they went, who's even going to roll back the stone? How are we even going to get in there? I don't think that any of us can fully empathize with or imagine how it must have felt for those women to see the stone rolled away and that angel sitting inside the empty tomb that morning?
1: Or how the news must have hit their still
0: grieving heads and hearts? If if you've ever grieved deeply, you know that your brain's not really functioning that well anyway, so you're just thinking, what? Jesus is not here. He is alive. He has gone ahead to Galilee, and he wants us to old-star radio you. Have, you have had an articulate thought in that moment for the writer of the Gospels report. But I think that we have, might all be like these women, speechless, terrified, but not the kind of terrified that equals scared of something mad, the kind of terrified that means something big is about to change, something big is about to open. The kind of terrified
1: that it feels like to be
0: at the top of a cliff jump, or a skydive, or as you're going up to a roller coaster and you know in a second you're gonna lose your stomach and heart and everything comes. The kind of terrified it feels when you say yes to a new opportunity, or to do something that you've never tried before. The kind of terrified that precipitates adventure. The kind of terrified where all you can do is. This is the kind of terror where anything is possible and that's where our gospel ends this morning jesus resurrection broke open any paradigm that could hold us back it turned the idea of retributive justice on its head and hopelessness and religious exclusion out the door it showed us that there is always more possible for us than our old brokenness it revealed that endings and death are simply doorways to new beginnings showed us truly, truly, without a doubt, that anything is possible and nothing separates us from us. This original ending to the gospel gives us a choose-our-own adventure. Not the kind of ending that makes it all stop and end like, okay, that was the story of Jesus, now we have our own story. No, this story invites us into the story of Jesus. What will we do next? It turns its gaze on the reader, on those hearing, and says, now what? Now what will you do with this news? What will you do with this incredible reality? What will you do with the fact that whatever paralyzed you before with grief or terrified you before now brings an incredible opportunity that terrifies you in a different way, where it won't to what would you do? Our other readings, our our gospel, our our, our epistle, and our um, and our first reading in Acts—they all showed people who were living lives that were unimaginable before the resurrection, demonstrating that anything is truly possible. If Peter, hot mess, stubborn, and bull-headed Peter, could actually preach to the Gentiles that everybody belongs to God and has a future in God without brawling anyone, was an incredible miracle incredible and Paul who had made it his life's work to to persecute and murder Christians proclaiming the resurrection. That was a living, breathing hope for all. who Every generation since then has seen these sinner saints who have been able to live into a new future where anything is possible because they were set free from the smallness of selfishness and the narrowness of what has always been People who were able to say, enough is enough of the old ways. I'm moving into a future where anything is possible with the risen Christ. A story continues with me. People like Martin Luther, Mother Teresa, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Rosa Parks, Harvey Milk, Greta Thunberg, and so many, many more. Me, you, Jesus did not die on the cross and rise the third day to make you sedentary, or safe, or obliged, or indebted. Jesus died on the cross and rose the third day to set you free so that you too could live into resurrected life, so that you could continue the story of God's great love where anything is possible. Can you believe that for your heart today? On this Easter, can you imagine a future where you could be emboldened by the depth divine grace?
1: Can you, even if it terrifies you,
0: begin to imagine what it might look like to embrace the love that is waiting for you? Here we are this morning. Some of us have never had church in this sanctuary like me. Some of you haven't had it for a. We've been worshiping outside and in our homes, and that was to care for each other. It was the right thing to do. But there is no doubt that being back here together is the start of something new. And one of the things that I love is I've been exploring the sanctuary is that there's angels all over this place. Do you see them? They're above us. They're, they're surrounding us everywhere. And I would like for us to imagine when we enter this these angels all over this building are like that angel in the Gospel of Mark, in the finale that the author intended. And they're here to remind us of our true calling, Jesus is not dead, Jesus is alive. Hope is alive, death does not have the final word, Jesus has gone ahead and beckons us toward a new and terrifying adventure. You thought you lost everything, but actually, anything is possible. It's your turn now. Choose your own adventure in God's great love. Amen.